Have you ever had somebody stab you in the back? I mean, you trusted them, you did life together, you considered them a friend, and then they turned on you. And what's worse, you never saw it coming. And you wonder, what happened? Well, in today's episode, we're gonna talk about how this happens in ministry and what you can do when people turn on you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. Got to tell you, friend, I've had this happen twice to me in ministry where I've locked arms with someone, became very, very close to them, and then they turned on me, and I lost my ministry position. The first time it happened, I was going into a tailspin, and I had a, I'm going to call him a friend of mine. I wasn't even really close to him, but I remember the spot we were at when he said to me, Dick, do not be bitter. I did not follow his advice, and it ate me up. Years later, when unfortunately I faced the same kind of thing again, I remembered those words, don't be bitter, and I wasn't. I was not going to allow bitterness to well up within me when someone had done me wrong. And uh, it happens. <laughs> if yeah. you're in ministry long enough, yep. somebody's going to turn on you and it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. And so we want to talk about that today with you. Uh, what are some steps to do? What do you do in ministry? You're called of the Lord. And then this happens. What do you do when people turn on you? So uh, let's get started with that. We're going to talk about seven uh, kind of action steps, if we can use that term, that you can use to process intentionally when people turn on you. So what's the first one? Yeah, well, the first action is something that we know to do, but it's hard to do, and that is forgive. Uh, This is a conscious act. I mean, you have to make a a willful decision that you're going to forgive that person when they turn on you. And regardless of the circumstances, whether or not... uh, you know, they were partly right or fully right, or maybe just a tiny bit. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. we just have to forgive. That's yeah. what God calls us to. We, that's what uh, we, we know we should do. And yet it's hard to do. And yeah. and this is something you have to do over and over and over. You have to just constantly forgive. And, and it may be even just more mentally than anything. Depends on who the person is and the circumstances. If there's that actual personal forgiveness happening, or if it's just you mentally saying, you know what, I'm going to forgive that person, not being bitter like you talk about, and just saying, hey, I need to move on past. You know, we tell our kids all the time, you know, um, yeah. forgive and move on past. Don't let angry feelings last, no. you know, and it's like, you know, it's just, you know, it's true. It's true. Even as adults, we need to hear that sometimes. And so even right now, if you have someone that, that happened to you, my encouragement is, to you is forgive. So that's the first thing. And forgive whether they're right or whether they're wrong. Yep. Makes no difference. Yep. You've got to forgive. Number two, uh, face up to the loss of the friendship. Mm. Now, this is uh, painful in the sense that you you probably were genuinely friends with that person. Mm-hmm. And now you've lost that. That becomes an unintended consequence or result of this conflict that's happened yeah. that resulted in that person turning on you. And you've got to face up to that, that you you maybe have lost that friendship and that ministry partnership. Yep. Number three, get help. One of the most important things to do is to, to seek help from other people. I mean, that's how God designed the body of Christ. We're not isolated. We're not out on our own, right. uh, alone, trying to figure everything out on our own. God designed the body of Christ to function like a body where each of us have a part. We all play a role. Bible says when one part suffers, every part suffers with it. Right. We have to make sure that we 
also seek help. Now, typically, we're the ones that are giving the help. Yeah. You know, in ministry, it's like you're helping this person, helping this. Well, there's times where you need some help too, yeah. and that's why you need some trusted, close friends that you can go to to get that help from. And so, seek help. It might even be some sort of counseling that you need. Help. Yeah. It, it, that's okay. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. Every, you know, everyone could use a little counsel. Exactly uh, right. And and it's important for us to seek counsel from people. And even if it's their job as a counselor, we we need that. And yep. that's a good thing. No one, you're not superwoman. You're not Superman. No right. one is perfect. We all need help. And so we need to get help. It, absolutely. Number four, Jonathan, what is that? Uh, fourth thing is don't retaliate. Now, this is one of those things where the flesh just comes out and and we we want to get back at people. We I mean, man, I make I, them pay. Yeah, well, I'm gonna show them, you yeah. know, and and uh, you know that's another thing I can teach my kids. We don't do paybacks, yeah. you know. <laughs> We've got a lot of parent, hey, write this stuff parenting right here. <laughs> lessons here, don't we? Yeah, no paybacks. Now that's hard. Sometimes it's like, well, I just want to cut cut them back with some cutting words. I want to, you know, fire off a nasty gram email. I want to do all this stuff or post it and let everyone know that this person just did this. Well. That's not the right way to get back at people. We don't get back at people. We exactly. we need to just say, you know what? It is what it is and and we need to move on and even though it might hurt, may sting, they may have com- been completely wrong. Don't retaliate. Exactly. Okay. And number 5 jumps right off of that, don't be bitter. Mm, yes. I uh, referenced in uh, my story earlier that I got bitter that first go around. Hurt me, yeah. not him. So do not be bitter. Uh and w- if you'll do that, you're really uh, following what Scripture admonishes us in these kind. Bitterness kills, forgiveness heals. The sixth one, talk to the person who turned on you. Now, this is obviously timing thing. Yeah. When the time is right, and uh, generally, there will be a right time. Yeah. It may not be today, tomorrow, next week, next month, but there will probably be a time where you'll be able to talk to that person and move to the road of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're going to resolve whatever caused him or her to turn on you? Not necessarily. But you, you in, in this whole process of forgiveness and letting go, yeah. you're going to be, need to talk to that person and ultimately um, seek reconciliation. But I will say, keep your expectations in check. Mm, that's good. Don't expect that that when you meet with them, everything is going to go all back to normal. Yeah. Could, probably is not going yeah. to. Right. So just keep your expectations in check there. Yeah. And the last one. No, that's, that's really good. Uh, the final one is to reflect on what happened and why it happened. Uh, you know, just taking some time for self-reflection. How did this go wrong? How did how did I view something one way and then all of a sudden that feels like they turned on me? What you know, what what just what happened? And and there may be some aspects of it where it's it's on you. Yeah. You know you, you know we're we're not perfect, so maybe we did a couple things wrong that we should have maybe uh, approached differently. Yeah. And that's okay. We just have to be able to recognize that yeah. because if we don't stop to reflect, then that means it could happen again. On the flip side, if you do take the time to reflect, what could you have done different? How could I? Ha- how could you have approached the situation different? Are there things you could have done to prevent those people feeling the way they felt, which then caused them to turn on you? Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of things, and it depends on the scenario that you you might be dealing with. But the fact is, you have to take time for reflection. So Exactly. Well, let's do a little recap here. There are seven action steps that we feel you need to take. And this isn't necessarily an all-inclusive list, but I think it's a pretty good uh, starter kit. So when people turn on you in ministry, here's what you do. Number one, forgive. 
Number two, face up to the loss of friendship and or, and or ministry uh, partnership. Number three, get help. Four, don't retaliate. Don't be bitter. Uh, number six, talk to the person who turned on you. And number seven, reflect on what and why it happened. Yep. If you'll do these seven things, you'll be well on your way to moving to the next level, moving beyond the hurt and pain uh, that has happened. By the way, I'm going to mention to you that here in uh, uh, some upcoming episodes here uh, in a couple of weeks, we are going to be releasing a two-part series on betrayal in ministry. Mm. Uh, So this is when people have turned on you and betrayal. There's a lot of similarities, but we're really going to be dovetailing off and going deeper into this subject. So keep your eye uh, peeled for that here in the next couple of weeks. Also want to encourage you to sign up for the five-day leadership challenge. Uh, You may have heard of this, but I want to tell you when you're in ministry, even when you're facing the kind of thing we're talking about here, the stronger you can be as a leader, the better better able you're going to be to deal with this kind of negative thing that comes your way. The five-day leadership challenge is free to you. Uh, Literally, just go to leaders.church forward slash challenge. That's leaders.church forward slash challenge. And uh, you'll be able to jump in today. You, you, You log in there today, and this will be day one. You're investing, and by this, you're investing 15 minutes a day in you. Not the ministry, not other things but investing in you because as you get better, then the ministry can get better. So I really want to encourage you to do that. I think you'll find that very, very helpful. Again, it's free to you. Mm -hmm. So uh, leaders.church forward slash challenge. Also want to encourage you to to subscribe to uh, the podcast. Uh, where uh, whatever platform you watch it and YouTube, we'd uh, love to have you part of the uh, uh, Church Tips family as we're going along and doing all we can to help you in the local church be all you need to be. Anything else, Jonathan? That's we it. want, to, huh? No. We got it covered. Thanks very much for hanging out with us, and we pray that uh, as you continue in ministry, whether people have turned on you or not, yeah. uh, that you're going to move forward and be all God wants you to be. Make it a great one today, and be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church boost. Again, that's leaders.church boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.